This episode is brought to you by Wisconsin Cheese. We've been making cheese in Wisconsin since before we were even a state, which may be one reason why we win so many awards for it. It's what happens when a whole state dreams in cheese. Find your next favorite cheese at wisconsincheese.com. Hello, welcome to Japanese. I'm your host, Akiko Tema, a food writer and a director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. And this show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every day in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi, ramen, izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program, my cook guests. My guest today is Marie Akizawa, the sixth generation rice merchant, Yamadaya Honten, in Tokyo, uh, which was founded in 1905. And rice is quintessential food in Japanese culture since it started to be produced 3,000 years ago in the country. And Japanese people enjoy plain rice, like the best part of the meal. Also, Japanese chefs are crazy about their choice of rice. For example, at the fancy Kaiseki restaurant, the last savory course of the menu is often a bowl of shiny plain rice. And you would be surprised how much deliciousness is packed in it. However, rice consumption in Japan has been steadily declining since the 1960s due to the diversifying diet of the people of Japan. But Marie is convinced that the future of rice is bright and its potential is huge. She is a certified, uh, certified rice meister or rice expert, as well as, as uh, Kome Shokumi Kateishi, a rice sommelier. And she actively visits farms she works with and often participates in rice production as well. So today we'll discuss how essential rice is in Japanese food culture and people's mindset, Mary's innovative, successful strategy to make rice popular again, different flavors of rice depending on the varieties and milling rates, how to enjoy rice at home, and much, much more. But before we start, Japanese is available on the Heritage Radio Network website, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, whichever you listen to, and subscribe to Japanese. And please write all your view. We really appreciate your feedback. Now, let's start a conversation with Marie Akiza. Hello, Marie. Welcome to the show. Hello. My name is Marie Akizawa. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so um, this is a very exciting episode because there's only very few people who can talk about how rice is important <laughs> in Japanese culture in yeah. whole countries. So welcome. So uh, first of all, I normally ask my guests, uh, where are you from and what did you eat when you grew up? Uh, but I'll ask you a different question. Mm -hmm. So I heard that uh, your mother gave you a quiz every morning when you grew up at your breakfast table and you had to give her the name of the producer of the rice you're eating. Is that true? Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly as the member of what breakfast table, like many other Japanese households uh, household at the time. We had typical Japanese breakfast, rice, miso soup, omelette, grilled fish, and natto. But, but was different 
about our breakfast was that every morning, a different variety of rice served, and I was asked to identify variety of the rice. My mom used to ask me, what is mm. variety rice? I would answer, hmm, it smells like rice straw, very fragrant, and the size of the grain is literally small. <laughs> yes, this must be Tsuyahime from the Yamagata prefecture. And my mom uh, would shout, bingo! (laughs) This is how my mom started my education about rice. Wow. It's almost like uh, you grew up uh, with a sommelier (laughs) mother and then she tells every evening, what wine is it? (laughs) My mother is sommelier. (laughs) Right. Such a luxury. So, and I heard that uh, your family vacation when you were little was often visiting the rice farms that your parents worked with. So could you share some of your memories from these trips? Yeah. Uh, yes, I when I was little, many of family trips were to rice production site. On the right, uh, or on the return journey, we often drop off at hot spring onsen site and enjoy very relaxed time there. I remember when my parents were in, inventing the condition of rice cultivation at rice farm Hokkaido. I amuse myself by watching frogs and roaches in the paddy field. <laughs> That's how I became acquainted with many rice farmers total Japan. To my graduate, I as little girl was loved by them so much. So mm. I began to feel that I have many home town all over Japan. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, you may take it for granted, but it's such a luxury. Um, that's the, everything we are missing right now and access to the farms and uh, not to mention the highest quality rice yeah. <laughs> that's available every day at the table. Yeah. So, and you are the sixth generation of the rice merchant that was founded in uh, 115 years ago. So could you tell us the history and the philosophy of your family business, uh, Yamada Yahonten? Mm-hmm. Uh, we started our business as rice retailer in Chofu, Tokyo in 1905. Uh, until the 1980s, the distribution of Japanese rice was controlled by the government with a system in which only local rural sales were around to purchase rice grown in that area and distribute the rice to retailers. Therefore, we couldn't t- trade rice freely like we do now. However, my grandfather often visited far all over the country in search of high-quality rice with the belief that in the future, the time will come when consumers put their priority on the quality of the rice rather than quantity. Since 1995, 
we are able to buy rice freely on the open market. Thereafter, we started communicate with rice producer to gently pursue the production of high-quality rice. At the same time, my father tried to chase, change the way of selling rice, a way of the traditional large volume of 10 kilograms or 5 kilograms to small, uh, much small package of between 300 grams to 1 kilogram. Our rice milling plant has now become the first HACCP certified factory, which means our milling technology and the quality of our rice has been officially recognized. Mm. So I think that I should always be aware to our mission that has been hundred down from generation to generation. Mm. And the mission is provide our customers with hard quality rice. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, it's amazing how your father was forward-minded because um, I think everything we consume now from... Um, well, wine to sake to chocolate, it's more quality oriented. I mean, commodity <laughs> products, even coffee beans, and people just crazy about which, how specific they can go into, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And uh, so, when and why did you decide to succeed the family business? <laughs> yeah, the main reason is, of course, I love rice so much. <laughs> I can't eat rice with rice as a side dish. <laughs> mm. Another major reason is that I became increasing concerned to find that many beautiful rice fields mm. that I know so well that being abandoned uh, slowly disappearing with farmers agreeing and giving up their rice field, I was afraid they may not be able to eat, and not able to eat it, eat such a wide variety of delicious rice in the future. So mm. I decided to quit the company I was working for order to continue the family business. Mm, right. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing now. Mm. And, uh, well, the rice is the quintessential ingredient in Japanese food culture and also an essential part of the Japanese, even spiritual mindset. Mm. So that's probably, it's not well known in this whole, the whole world, but it's ri- ridiculously important mm. for yeah. uh, cultural mm. part and Japanese people. So could you tell our listeners how important rice is for Japanese people? Mm. Um, rice is one of the indispensable stamp food for Japanese people. Its history began more than 3,000 years ago. After rice was introduced from China and rice cultivation began in Japan, a community called Yui was born for rice cultivation and water management. Rice also had a high protein value, 
how much rice you have was an indicator of how rich you are and how large territory you own. Rice was important indicator of wealth and power. In modern time, weaving is being done to grow better rice. Rice, which was historical and significant in still independence to Japanese table and sample food every day. Right. Um, yeah, so, and it's just a Interesting, right? So, for example, mm. when I was little, I was told by my father that mm. there is a God in each grain of rice, so mm. so that I should never waste it. And, um, well, when I was little, I didn't like eating rice so much and didn't finish my mall. Mm. Then I was told to stay at the table until I finished them, and it took me like two hours to mm. leave the table. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. <laughs> and, and also... Um, I think also whenever there is a need to express love for someone you love, personally or collectively, Japanese people make onigiri or rice balls. Mm-hmm. And so if you start dating someone or there's a natural disaster, of course, like we tend to make rice balls to express our care mm. to those, um, you know, you like, you love, you care about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just to throw in one, one more thing, you know, Jiju Sansai, which is Japanese uh, balanced meal, and uh, that consists of a bowl of rice, bowl of soup, and three other dishes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rice is the center point of traditional Japanese table with this itiju sansai. So, and between eating each dish, you have a bit of rice to balance and maximize the taste in your mouth, which I think is very unique about Japanese cuisine. And um, also you can neutralize your pla- uh, palate with rice throughout the meal. So you kind of enjoy the flavor of each dish more. Um, like each bite gets fresh. So, mm. yeah, that's that's how we Japanese people think rice is relevant. It's beyond relevant. It's just the center piece of uh, dining table traditionally. Mm. Right, so I got carried away. Sorry. <laughs> so let's talk about rice itself. So there are mainly two types of rice. One is indica and the other one is japonica uh, that has been eaten in Japan as it sounds. Japonica. So what is unique about Japonica rice? Yeah. Um, so you say there are three main classific- uh, classification, long grain rice, medium grain rice, and short grain rice. Japonica is short grain rice, and it's characterized by its short, near round shape, and its sticky texture and raster when cooked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the texture and the, how shiny it is. And um, I heard that uh, bento is another unique term mm-hmm. in a bento boxes. And because it's shiny and it's sticky, it tends to hold well in uh, pre-prepared, pre-prepared food. So that's um, it's a background of bento culture of Japan mm-hmm. as well. Um, So I heard that new rice varieties are constantly being developed in Japan. So how many different uh, rice varieties are there in the market currently and uh, who develops them? New brown um, continuously began developing characteristics that are dessert 
by producer and consumer. These include such things as enhanced taste, higher yield, resistance to diseases, and tolerance to different water conditions. Currently,、mm. in Japan, R&D is being carried out at national and prefecture agriculture experimental station.、Mm. And 800 varieties of rice have been developed so far. Wow. <laughs> 300 of these are already being cultivated. The top 10 popular brands such as Koshi Hikari, Hitomebore, Hino Hikari, Akita Komachi, and Nanatsuboshi. Account for about 80% of this 300. Mm. That's a lot. <laughs> that's right. So that's why, yeah, and it's, it's hard to, to recognize differences without someone that helps, like someone like you.、Mm. Um, so it's like you are being a sommelier of rice. I think that's a proper way to say it.、Mm. So, so, Specifically, what differentiates each variety of rice? I'm sure there are many different elements of、mm. like flavors to、mm. texture. Yeah.、Um, they are nothing like exactly the same rice. Each rice differs in terms of the stickiness, hardness, color, and sweetness.、Um, their difference comes from difference in Variety cultivation method. The way of cooking and tools use a cookie used for cooking. There are also the difference in this texture, such as sticky rice and less sticky rice. Even the same variety for、um, variety. For example, Koshi Hikari tastes different. Depending on the soil and climate of the area and how the producer m a k e it, it's like a wine grape.、Mm. The taste varies depending on the producers, I think. Right. <laughs>、mm, right. Wow. And、um, right nowadays, the climate change is more dramatic, so that kind of aspects and trial and error. Will be more important, I think. And、uh, yeah, so analogs is,、um, you know, that the starch to determine the texture and yeah, the taste as well. So yeah, once you start looking into the, these details, it must be really fun. But、um, yeah, so、uh, by the way, so the Japanese people like to eat rice at a cool temperature too, like、uh, mm-hmm. rice bowls. And bento boxes. So it's, it must be really interesting to try the same rice at different temperatures, really hot and cold, because of the, the change over time, over different、uh, transition of the temperature. So, yeah. Right. Anyway, so you sell rice with different milling rates from 0%, which is a whole grain, to、mm-hmm. 40%, even to 70%.、Um, So, could you describe how the different milling rate 
changes、mm-hmm. the flavor of the same rice.、Mm-hmm. Okay. At our shop, we sell brown rice by weight. By doing so, we can meal this brown rice at our shop according to each customer preference. Wow. Rice, <laughs> rice with 10% milling is white rice. Rice without milling called brown rice. In between, you can choose any weight. For example, 7% or 5%. These rice are called buzukimai. Yeah, buzukimai split rice.、Mm. Rice with lesser milling rate are the higher nutritional values, dietary fiber, and vitamin. So, increasing number of health conditions, people are choosing brown rice or sweet rice those days. Right. Okay. So, yeah, it's important, right? How much、uh, nutrition remains because if you meal down, Outside, you lose some、um, nutrition, of course, but you may get to、uh, the better、um, texture and the flavor as well. So,、mm-hmm. it's like this sounds like it's very personal.、Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we'll take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll dive into Marie's、uh, close relationships with rice farmers and how she tries to revive the Japanese rice market. So,、mm-hmm. please stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Wisconsin Cheese. There's a reason when you think of Wisconsin, you think cheese. Cheese is a huge part of Wisconsin's history and future. In Wisconsin, the state of cheese, the tradition of cheesemaking excellence began 180 years ago, before Wisconsin was recognized as a state. Immigrants traveled to settle in this lush, green hills of Wisconsin. Bringing their cheese making traditions with them. These storied skills, combined with the freshest milk available, created a cheese making culture that is uniquely Wisconsin. Wisconsin's 1,200 cheesemakers, many of whom are third and fourth generation, continue to pass on old world traditions while adopting modern innovations in cheese making craftsmanship. Find your next favorite cheese at wisconsincheese.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japanese. I'm your host, Akiko Tema, and my guest today is Marie Akisawa, the sixth generation rice merchant, Yamadaya Honten, in Tokyo.、Uh, that was founded in、uh, 115 years ago. So,、uh, so, how many types of rice do you carry at your store, and how do you select them? Yeah,、um, there are about、uh, 40 types of rice at our shop, and we sell both. White rice, brown rice by weight. Our customer purchase rice based on their preference for taste, texture, and sweetness, etc. Some of our customers select rice from their own hometown. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We also sell rice that is grown with special care. About its cultivation method, such as organic, reduced pesticide, and reduced chemical. So, I'm trying to inform our customer 
how our rice producers and dissering with improvement in their cultivation method and hoping that we can help connect both rice production and customers. Mm. Right. Interesting. Because uh, the word terroir, which is used for wine and other、um, regionally made food,、um, rice is one of them to have strong influence from the environment and who makes it. So I understand why people ask for rice from、uh, his or her hometown, because、mm. I think that's the flavor you grew up with. So you want to feel it in your palate. So that's beautiful. All right, so and I read your interview article in which you said that selling a product from the rice farmer means that you have a lifetime commitment to the farm. So, what do you mean by that? Whenever I go to the production site to start a new business with them, my father s a y it should be a, long, a lifelong relationship. It should be lifelong relationships. <laughs> I believe that rice trading is a business that takes care of the result of one year long hard working of producers. Without relationship based on mutual trust and bondage, we cannot communicate.、Um, It cannot continue our business without our commitment to keep patchings their rise bigger dress of good year and bad year.、Mm. Right. Yeah, it's at the end of the day, it's an agricultural product, so you can't, there's no guarantee.、Um, right. So if it's a bad year, you still have to work with them because you can't just dump it only. And deal with the only good year. Yeah. So,、um, yeah, so you visit rice farms all over Japan,、um, but you probably you don't have to because you already can sell、uh, rice at your store. But why do you visit rice farms all over Japan? To purchase the best rice, I need to visit the farmers or, or observe the conditions. Of the cultivation site, such as its cross climate, water, soil, and wind. Additionally, talking with the farmers in person is vitally important.、Mm, right. Right. So you can just read the paper, or whatever, and taste, you look at the pictures. I'm sure you can feel. And、mm. I think by visiting farms, you have. Better relationships with them, I believe. Yeah. Right. So,、um, by the way, so we've been talking about、uh, rice consumption, but rice is truly delicious and the Japanese rice market is shrinking. So, could you tell us why this gap, this gap exists? Delicious but declining consumption.、Uh, one of them is to, it, it to do with the、uh, national. Characteristics of the Japanese people. Japanese people have always been very adaptable and attentive to the diverse food culture. Concentrate consumption 
of flour used to make bread, noodle, pizza dough, and okonomiyaki had increased significantly. Another factor is the uh, increase in number of working mothers. After a long day at work, they might find it too much to prepare a steamed rice meal, which requires our time and effort. Mm. I think my uh, work mother. <laughs> right. Well, nowadays we have nice rice cookers, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. But right. long time. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, by the way, so I found the data. So in 1962, uh, the rice consumption per capita in Japan was 118 kilograms. And then 2018, that was 53 kilograms. So it's more than half, I mean, less than half of consumption rice, which is. Very sad. So, so what do you use your strategy to revive the declining rice market? Oh, yeah. It's about creating culture or choosing the appropriate rice for today's wide variety of multicultural dishes. Mm. Right. Yeah, so the not just people's palate is changing. The, the population is、uh, shrinking too. So, I, I think we've been just talking about、uh, more variety, higher quality rice. So,、um, what I understand, I saw your website and you have unique products, right? So,、mm-hmm. how do you、um, execute your strategy of、um, kind of like value added、mm-hmm. um, rice product to be? To place in the markets? How do you, what kind of products do you have? My strategy is to develop a range of packaged rice,、uh, allow the customer to select the rice that can best match the dishes of the day. As I mentioned earlier, there are 800 species of rice here in Japan. And c u r r e n t l y most people are pasting rice in two kilograms or five kilograms quantities, which means that they keep eating the same rice variety for a number of days. In those circumstances, they cannot enjoy different variety of the daily basis. One day, I came up With the idea of a packaged microwave oven rice, and have started making eight different types of packaged rice use high quality rice. Packaged rice has already been sold in the Japanese rice market, but there is big difference. Between our packaged rice and other packaged rice.、Mm. Mm. And conventional packaged rice is first cooked in large steamer and then eventually packaged. Our,、uh, our packaged rice is, packaged, is raw and cooked rice then cooked. 
Single cooks can then preserve the original taste and texture of each of the different varieties. Mm, right. Interesting. It's almost like a, a pasteurized cheese or something, right? If you mm. cook it in a big pot and then package it and reheat, you probably lose mm. a lot of flavors. But then in yours, it's only cooked twice, uh, once. So, yeah, that's very innovative. And also, I think you're talking about busy housewives and having that kind of smaller um, packaging, it's convenient. And also, I, that we, I wish your <laughs> store is next to my house because I, I really think like the curry rice would require um, specific stickiness of rice and the flavor that goes, goes well with the spiciness of the sauce mm-hmm. versus some kind of takikomi gohan, which is mm-hmm. um, the rice cooked with other ingredients. You can really design the combination of different kind of rice so that is amazing mm. <laughs> right um well the, what are the reactions from your customers to your new ideas and new products the consumption of packaged rice has almost doubled in the last 10 years i realized that we are gradually establishing a culture of choosing the appropriate Rice to, uh, rice to, to sweet the food dishes. Mm. Right. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and it's it's also interesting because consumers know uh, they can differentiate that kind of subtle differences between the variety, and so the market is there. And it's not just, um, it used to be that rice was sold by 10 kilograms or the 22 pound bag and often delivered to your home by your local rice merchant. And remember my mother <laughs> used to get that because <laughs> it's too heavy to um, mm-hmm. have it. So you have to keep consuming the same 10 kilogram, 22 pound bag throughout until it, it's, it's gone. So what a luxury you're offering. Yeah, you can just have the, each different flavor every day. So... Yeah, I think your strategy is very viable. So another thing, so just like blending coffee or whiskey, you blend mm-hmm. rice. So where did you did the idea come from? Blending rice? Hmm. Um, they, when I when I am standing at my store, I'm often asked, uh, today I'm going to make hamburger steak for my children. Do you have rice that match the hamburger steak? And she said. (laughs) (laughs) For for example, um, hamburger steak or beef stew, I would recommend rice with a firm grain and modern-rate stickiness. Rice with a Palm texture and thickness require ingrid number of chewings that can essence the harmonized taste in your mouth. Mm. I'm suggesting our customer to select rice according to its recipe. Mm. I believe helping our customer to select rice 
satisfying the taste is our mission, I would recommend branding. Mm, right. Well, that means you have to know the, <laughs> the characteristic of each race. So we definitely need you. Um, yeah, and it's funny also that uh, like Japanese whiskey, for example, uh, mm-hmm. lately is really a prized whiskey and it's hard to get a good one in the global market. But the key of Japanese whiskey is always said it's blending. Mm-hmm. And I think Japanese people are good at blending because it's the subtlety mm-hmm. and... Uh, kind of like harmonized flavor, like you said, it's the harmony, right? You need in everything, including the society. So, okay. So do you customize a lot? Of, do you blend for your customers um, very often? Yeah, every day, every day blending. For example, uh, sushi restaurant often request us uh, to provide branding rice that is best mm. to the, the, the sushi rice. Wow. Mm. Wow. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, for the sushi chefs, um, they have different blend or their blend of uh, sugar, vinegar, salt. And, uh, and then, of course, rice is really the most foundational part. So oh, that's exciting. Maybe we're going to get an inquiry after this show from... Uh, sushi chefs from all over the world. Mm. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, but I really think that idea of blending rice really is important because people are now aware blending means each um, rice, each variety of rice has very distinctive uh, characteristics. So, yeah, so... Uh, for our listeners who are not familiar with Japanese-style rice, japonica, could you suggest how to cook delicious rice at home? Okay. I'm going to give you lecture on how to cook delicious rice using a pot. This time for serving two peoples. One, um, prepare 180 grams of rice and 200 grams of water and pot with smaller sides. Two, put 800 gram of rice in bowl and rinse it the water, then drain the water quickly as rice will absorb fast round water quickly. Three, add second round water and stew it gently for about 30 seconds and drain water. 4. Repeat this procedure three times. 5. Drain the water completely and put the rice in the pot. 6. Add the clear water of 200 grams and soak the rice in the water for 30 minutes or one hour. Seven, cover the pot with a lid and heat it until it boils, then leave it for two seconds. Eight, turn down the heat to medium low for next three minutes, then simmer it with low heat for five minutes. 
9, then turn off the heat and let the cook dry rest for 10 minutes. 10. Gently overturn the rice and briefly stir with a flat wooden spoon to let steam escape. Done.、Mm-hmm. Important、right. point to choose soft water as for rice by new rice on the rice milling day as much as possible. After washing the rice, soak it in water for 30 minutes. Right. Okay, so this is interesting. I actually,、uh, I'm going to get the, the, what you just said and put it in the show note. But、um, so I remember my mom,、mm-hmm. uh, when, she, when she was washing rice, and don't、mm-hmm. leave it. Like, it's like a bell rings, you have to get the door, but then no, don't stop. You have to <laughs> drain the rice water because it's going to be very soggy and it's not going to be delicious. And also, yeah, so that the freshness of rice, that's the, about moisture, affects the flavor, and all those things. And yeah, this is just a process, but there's a lot packed in. So I put the whole thing in the show notes. Thank you.、Mm-hmm. So and I heard that you're working on exporting Japanese rice to Germany now. So what do you think of the potential of Japanese rice、uh, outside of Japan?、Mm. I believe the German people enjoy selecting wine which can best match their dishes. So I wouldn't hope that they can learn to enjoy selecting rice according to its texture, taste, and aroma. Right.、Mm. Yeah, and I used to study in London, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> But then you understand. Yeah, when was it?、Uh, I, ate, uh, I ate Japanese uh, uh, bento shop. Uh, uh, I, I went to a Japanese bento shop. But I saw、uh, not Japanese rice,、uh, mm. they used Chinese rice and American. Rice, little bit bigger、mm. size rice. So <laughs> I should. Right.、Uh, yeah. Right. So when was it? What year were you in London?、Uh, six years ago. Okay, right. So it's already, <laughs> I think sushi has been already popular. Yeah, popular. And then. And Mm, interesting, because it really indicates that how the mindset about rice is different for Japanese people and people outside of Japan, because you, you don't、uh, think of rice as the long grain rice is not,、yeah. it's completely different. It's, it's rice, but it's not rice. <laughs> so, right, it, I'm not saying that the, you know, Japanese rice is the best. It's not that. It's like, for example,、um, like, Long grain rice t e n d to be good with more、um, like liquid based dishes, but with Japanese rice t e n d to have more kind of like a solid food, like a baked fish or something. So, yeah, it's just a different、um, style of cuisine as well as a different mindset approach to rice itself. So, 
Yeah, so uh, hopefully uh, I see your race all over Europe and eventually come to New York as well. Mm. Uh, I might go New York. <laughs> yeah, I uh, want to. Wait. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope so. I mean, the market is here. And I think New Yorkers are very um, selective mm-hmm. about what they put in their mouth. And uh, I think Japanese rice, like your style of rice shop would really be successful. So I hope you'll come. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, but the, can we, for now, can we buy your rice from outside Japan? Um, uh, currently, no. But I am preparing to make it happen sometime in the future. I'm looking forward to the changes this will present. Right. <laughs> I yeah. might. Well, I, I hope you will. <laughs> right. And especially the packaged um, items, and also you can uh, customize for clients. Even say, like, if I want to have something. Like, what, what rice goes well with the roast chicken? And you can blend it for me. And you can send me, a, a, like, I don't know, two pounds, three pound bag. Then that would be really a good gift item too. Mm. So, all right. So what are your plans and dreams beyond um, make rice available, like, now? So do you have any dreams, big plans? Uh, my dream is spread the pleasure and skill of rice selection all over the world. Another dream is sell brown rice by weight in foreign country. Right, because you want to let, let people know how brown rice tastes good? Brown rice, yeah. Um, brown rice is come through movement, I think, so. Because mm, it's healthier. Yeah, healthier. And I vitamin and energy charge. <laughs> mm, right. Okay, so, uh, so where can we find your updates online and on social media? I have my account on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, please find Komeya Hikotaro or my personal account, Marie Akizawa. Please, please visit our homepage, hikotaro.jp2. Mm. Okay, so I think it's easier to go to hikotaro.jp. Yeah, yeah right? So it's uh, hikotaro.jp. Okay. Um, by the way, Hikotaro is a, um, it's not your, uh, your shop's name, but it's kind of project. I understand is that you have, uh, collaborated events at, uh, I think a famous department store in Ginza called the Mitsukoshi. And, uh, you have events to promote, uh, delicious Japanese rice. So, yeah, so we couldn't get to speak, speak about it, but, yeah, what are you doing is just amazing to promote how valuable Japanese rice can be uh, in Japan and outside of Japan. So, yeah, this is very exciting and good luck. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and also thank you for joining us today, Marie. Thank you very much.
So, listeners, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests, please contact us at japanese at heritageradionetwork.org or akikukatema.com. Japanese is a weekly program and always available at heritageradionetwork.org as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. Our engineer is Armin Spejan, and uh, thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Japanese is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork. Heritage Radio Network is a non-profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thank you for listening.